Well, it is so good to have you on the show, on The Hoist. Um, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, I'm Camille Trail. I live in the sunny coast, originally from central Queensland on a cattle property. Um, so it's a bit different living at the beach now rather than the farm. It's quite the change of scenery. Um, but I put out an album in 2021 now, quite a while ago. And then, yeah, just have this new single, Gotta Get to Know You Out, which is really nice to have some new music out and get back into it. Yeah, incredible. Um, I mean, Gotta Get to Know You is out in the world now, which is fantastic. And you can hear it on streaming services. Um, the last single that you released was back in 2021, and it was I Know I'm Hard to Love. And what a way to jump back into the scene, really, with this new single. Um, I know you posted a little bit on Instagram about the making of it, but can you talk more about the experience writing the song and really what it means to you? Yeah, this song, it's funny how it was written because it's kind of what the song is about, how it was written. Um, the song is about moving on and how you have to start over and kind of that moment where it's like, oh, my God, what do I do now? I have no idea what to do, where to go. And I wrote the song in two parts. I wrote the chorus after, I think it was about a month after I went through a, a pretty brutal breakup and I had fled the country to Canada and I wrote the chorus when I was in Canada and I was really, really sad and heartbroken when I wrote the chorus. And then I kind of left the song alone because I kind of just wanted to heal and do all that kind of stuff. And then I finished the song off a couple of months ago when I had moved on. I was feeling much better. So it's funny how the song itself was written in two parts, one when I was absolutely heartbroken and another one when I had moved on, which is funny because that's kind of the story of the song as well, but saying that it's it'll all work out and it'll be fine. That's really interesting. And I think that's a sort of a side to songwriting that you don't often hear. It's very much all about going into the studio and recording the song. But I, I really think that's amazing that you wrote it in sort of two very different frames of mind. Do you think that impacted sort of how you feel about the song now? For sure. I think, well, when I first wrote it, I think because I was so sad, I thought it was got to get to know you as in got to get to know the other person. And I thought that that's what the song was about. And then after when I was feeling better about the song and I revisited it, I was like, hang on, no, that's about me. Um, so it definitely changed how the song came out and definitely having more of that kind of happier, positive outlook on it definitely changed the vibe of the song. Yeah, incredible. Um, now I've heard that you've got a couple of shows coming up in Queensland. Can you tell us a little bit more about them? Yeah, these are shows uh, with Michael Waugh, who's another incredible songwriter, um, and I'm kind of just jumping up as a guest appearance. So it'll be lovely. There's one in Udi's and Bundaberg, which is one of my favourite venues. It's beautiful. Gundia, I think I said that right, um, and Nambour. And then we're going on the Cruising Country Cruise in December, which will be so cool. I'm pretty excited to play some songs and drink some pina coladas. <laughs> Lovely. We we love a good tour and it's great to hear that you're going to be getting out and, yeah, showing people these amazing songs that you write and really getting to have a stage presence as well. 
you're also headed to Ireland in January 2024 to play the um your roots are showing music festival tell us more about how you scored this fantastic opportunity and and what it means to you yeah I'm pretty excited I've always wanted to go to Ireland um so I'm very excited to go over there it's going to be very cold there in January um but we went to the Folk Alliance conference in Kansas City in America earlier this year in February and we made a lot of really amazing contacts over there um, like agents and other just like kind of festival directors uh, and we kind of had this connection where they're like hey like this one in Ireland is coming up like you should pitch for it it would be really great and my manager Graham Thompson from Compass Bros Records is going over there as a speaker and he was like let's get the whole gang together um, and apply to go over there and we got a spot so it was really cool I'm so excited um, yeah it's gonna be cold but it'll be great gonna be quite cool hey that that's really that's really cool and so amazing that our local talent is now going overseas and playing really cool music festivals overseas and that kind of thing you've got so many amazing things happening and coming up at the moment I want to take a little step back and bring it back to your roots you grew up on a farm with your music journey starting by selling a bull to fund your debut album tell us more about the role music has in your life and the inspirations to you making your own music um my parents are massive massive music lovers like when I think back to my childhood um like every morning my mum would be making breakfast and there would always be music playing in the house and I just remember dad would have these piles of cds around him and we'd always just every morning would pick what CDs to play and we'd be dancing around the house. So we've always just loved all different kinds of music and my mum plays piano as well. Um, and I found some songwriting books from when I was like 8 to 11 years old, horrible songs, really, really bad. Thank goodness I've improved since then. Um, but I always just loved music and loved singing and I didn't know that you could do it as a job. And then when I found out you could do it, I was like, oh, my God. God, this is unreal. Um, so, yeah, I went and studied music and it kind of just went from there, I suppose. And I think growing up on the farm, um, it's kind of like the farm is really hard, like it's a really tough industry. So I think the music industry is also very tough. So I think it kind of just felt normal and natural for me to just jump into it, I suppose. Yeah, that's that's an incredible story. And um I know my family is from a farm background as well, so I definitely relate to you in the sense of um, farming is a tough gig. It is a really tough industry and really long hours and people maybe don't see that side of the story. So I think that's incredible that you share that story as well. When thinking back to the album, your debut, and wanting to keep the pretty and shiny away from it do you still hold that sentiment and what does that look like for you now yeah I think I do uh I've always just I've always resonated with music that's very raw and just really honest I don't really like a lot of things that are kind of overdone and they sound too perfect because it's nothing's perfect if it sounds too perfect it, it just to me it doesn't seem real so I've always just liked it when it's a bit bit rough around the edges the ed the rough edges is what 
is the charm I always think so I always just like things to be very real very vulnerable which is very terrifying as a songwriter sometimes especially when you're writing about your life and then you're kind of just bearing your soul for everyone to listen to but that's always been the most powerful music that has helped me and helped other people so I've always just wanted to to keep creating music like that yeah amazing and what artists do you personally listen to and who influences your music I am obsessed with Maggie Rogers. I love her. Um, and then a couple of new ones like Lizzie McAlpine, who's jumped up through the ranks now. Um, yeah, cool. I love them. all different kind of, I love all different types of music as well. Maggie is a big one. Um, even like the middle kids. Um, I've just recently become obsessed with, I don't know if I'm going to say their name right, Stefan Sanchez? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So good. I'm obsessed. <laughs> Yeah, as in Stefan, who toured recently in Australia? Oh, my God. I don't know. He sings that song that went viral on TikTok and that Until I Found You song. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went back and listened to one of his albums and it's so good. I think a lot of people went down that pipeline, myself included. But, yeah, definitely one to watch. Do you have any other artists who are upcoming ones to watch that we should be flagging? Oh, I love, she's she's one of my really good friends. Chloe Styler is incredible. She re- just released a new EP and she is amazing. Um, and then I have a couple of other friends, um, Rachel Whitchurch, Riley Catherall. They're just amazing. They're just super, super talented songwriters. Fantastic. Well, shout out to them. We love to hear about new local musicians and people releasing stuff on the hoist, and we love giving them a bit of a lift. Um, So, yeah, thank you for that. Um, Now, you got a Q Music nomination, and you were nominated for a Golden Guitar for New Talent of the Year. They're both pretty amazing achievements, so congratulations for that. Thank you. Um, It's a real testament to your artistry. Um, what's the best piece of advice you've received? Oh, what is the best piece of advice I've received? I feel like there's so many and I just suddenly cannot remember them. Um, <laughs> I know there's, there's one thing that Shane Nicholson told me and I love Shane. He's been, I think he's been the biggest mentor for me in my career. Um, I can't remember what he said. It was just something, it was very blunt, like he puts things very bluntly. It was just something like just just write the songs you want to write and then worry about everything else later. Like it was just a very, very simple um, one. But I, I always kind of go by, like my parents tell me, if you want to be successful, surround yourself around successful people because then... And if you're in a room and you're the most successful person, you're in the wrong room. Like just because otherwise you're never working hard enough. Like you want to be the least successful person in the room. So you're constantly striving to be better and do better and write better. Um, so I always just kind of think just surround yourself with successful people and you'll just keep working hard. Yeah, love that. And definitely something that any sort of young musician can take on board who might be listening as well. 
Well, it's been so nice getting to hear about everything coming up for you. And thank you so much for joining us on The Hoist tonight. Um, Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. It's been lovely.